Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. everyone and thanks for being here to listen again and welcome to episode 20. It's kind of crazy to me because 20 doesn't really seem like that many, but at the same time I can't believe that it's already 20. You know what I mean? I told myself that I was going to give this podcast a year and just see how it goes. And now I'm 20 weeks in and I'm super excited. I did have to miss a couple weeks from being sick and I don't know what the other excuse was, but there was another week I had to miss. But I've really stuck with it and I'm proud of myself. There have definitely been some limiting factors and beliefs though, and that's exactly what we will talk about today, limiting factors and limiting beliefs. So if you are tired of starting and stopping diets, exercise programs, or trying to create new habits, and if you're tired of hearing yourself make excuses, then this episode is for you. We all struggle with getting out of our comfort zone, but when we want change, the only way to see change is to, well, change. You have to do something different. Try new ways. Maybe listen to your coach instead of doing your own thing and pretending to do what your coach says. I had to throw that in because as a coach, I know when my clients are doing what I suggest versus what they think they should be doing or desire to do. And guess what? I've done the exact same thing with my business coaches. They suggest do a podcast and I didn't. But finally, here I am deciding to listen to the advice that I had been given years ago. The thing we need to realize is that none of this has to be hard, right? So why do we have such a resistance to making changes? Why do we constantly have reasons or aka excuses as to why we can't do it? That's where limiting factors and beliefs come in. These are the things that stop you from reaching your goals. These are the excuses that we use to not do the things we need to do. And we always believe that these excuses are true. So it's really hard to get away from them. Let's talk about the most common limiting factors or beliefs that many people have. I'm going to relate this back to our health and well-being, but again, many of these areas can apply to other areas of your life as well. We're going to go over each category, category, but there are things like this, genetics, exercise, physiology, and I'll explain what I mean, mindset, and environment. And so we're going to start with genetics. Here is a common thing that I hear. Rianne, well, I'm just doomed because my mom, her sisters, and all of my siblings have diabetes and are overweight. I guess that's just my destiny. (laughs) No, 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 it's not. Genetics and epigenetics can affect how your body responds to nutrition. Okay, so genetics are the blueprint of your body, and epigenetics control how our genes are expressed. So we'll talk about that more, what that means. So let's say your family may come from a long line of obesity, heart disease, 
autoimmune disorders, cancer, or any other disease, disorder, or ailment. But our genes are not our destiny. We have control over epigenetic factors, things like nutrition, exercise, stress management, and our physical environment. When we work with those, we can change our own outcome, no matter what happened with your mother. You have more control than you think. Some people, though, are wired to be super athletic. Some people easily gain muscle and burn fat. Some have beautiful hair, nails, and skin, and then others may not be able to gain muscle or tone easily, no matter what they do, and others may not be athletic or coordinated. We're all wired completely different, and this makes us unique and beautiful. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you, though, is that we have a genetic blueprint, but we absolutely have the power and the choice to make healthy food choices, exercise, and take care of ourselves, no matter what your family history looks like. You are not destined to be like your mother or your father. So here is an example for you. A personal example is my heart. Both my dad and my mom died of heart failure. Totally different circumstances, but ultimately their heart stopped. When I found out that I was having long pauses in my heartbeats and found out that I needed a pacemaker, I was really at a why in the road with my mindset. I could have totally gone one way and thought I was doomed forever, right? I could have been really scared that I was going to die from this since my dad had already died from heart and my mom had been experiencing really horrible heart issues. Or I could go the other way and be grateful that I still had time to heal and do something about it rather than just letting it consume me until I too died. So I could have totally been like, oh, well, I'm screwed. You know, here I am. I've done everything right, I think. And I end up with a heart problem and, well, it's just my destiny to die from heart disease. Well, I don't really believe that, you know, like I chose um, that to go the other way. I chose to take control of my life and not let it, can, you know, my heart and my pacemaker control me. So I had to repeat to myself over and over that I was fine and that I was going to work hard to keep my heart strong, even with a pacemaker. And, and actually now that I have it and it's not that big of a deal to me. I feel stronger. So thank goodness I have this freaking pacemaker. So I chose not, you know, to not let my heart issues stop me from living my best and active life. Okay. So your genetics, they're just a part of you, but they don't have to consume you and they don't have to, you know, be your destiny. You have some choice in how you treat your body and how you live your life and what you consume. All right, exercise is our next limiting factor. So how is exercise a limiting factor? Keep in mind that limiting factors are the things that stand between you and your goals. Okay, so exercise is a limiting factor because so many people don't like it or just don't desire to exercise because it takes time. And let's be honest, it doesn't feel very good at first, right? It can be overwhelming also when trying to decide what to do when you finally do want to exercise. And here's what we know, though, about exercise. Activity changes how our body uses nutrients or food. People who exercise or that are much more active can eat more. They use nutrients more efficiently and effectively and keep their metabolisms healthier than people who are sedentary or unfit. And this is where things can get a little sticky, though, 
There are many very thin and seemingly healthy individuals that do not exercise or who are not active at all. And I just want to take a moment to point this out, that just because someone appears skinny, like they look skinny, they're skinny, does not mean that they are fit or healthy. Okay. So, you know, I hate to harp on like fad diets, um, but I'm going to. (laughs) I hate to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. So there right now is a very popular diet going on and it really is helping people lose a lot of weight. Okay. And it sounds great, right? I mean, it really is great, especially if there's people that just have had a really hard time losing weight and they really need to for their health. But here's the other side of it. It's not so great in some ways because many of these people are losing weight so fast that they are losing muscle tone and honestly eating food that is not very healthy. So you have to be aware of thinking that healthy and fit means skinny. It does not. I'll be doing an entire episode about that topic very soon. Okay. So I totally digress there, but I had to point that out. Okay. Many people though, here I'm going to get back to exercise. Many people though, just don't like to exercise for whatever reason. So this is a limiting factor because adding in exercise is healthy for our heart, our bones, our muscles, our balance, and so much more. And I got to be honest, I love the fact that I get to eat more since I exercise often. I mean, who doesn't want to eat more, right? Time is another factor to consider when it comes to exercise and really to anything, you know, but I'm going to talk about exercise still. If only I had a dollar for every time I heard I don't have time to exercise. Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you do. You just have to carve out the time to make it happen. I especially love it when someone tells me this and then later gives me a 20-minute description of their favorite Netflix original series. And I'm over here thinking, hmm, so they have time to watch two to three episodes of the show, but they don't have 20 minutes to go work on their health goals via exercise. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. If exercise is your limiting factor, how can you add in more activity to your day? It doesn't have to be hardcore to be good. Many people confuse activity with, you know, CrossFit or boot camp. Those workouts are awesome if that's what you want to do. But exercise can mean going for a walk at lunchtime or just dancing around your living room for 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be what you make it in your head unless that's just what you want. Okay. By the way, I'm just going to plug this. I have a great online on-demand workout program. If you're interested in learning more, please just contact me because it's not really right for everyone. So I want to either talk with you or email it with you first if you're interested. And you can also try a free week. It's called um, Online Group Training with Ram. That would be me. And they're basically a bunch of pre-recorded, they're pre-recorded live workouts that I have now uploaded into a system that's super easy to um, use and They're great workouts. I'm super excited about it. So hit me up if you're interested in learning more about that. All right. Our next limiting factor to discuss is physiology. So what I mean by physiology is your hormonal makeup and your metabolism. This is different from your genetics. And this one is so important. When you have a hormonal concern, an autoimmune disease, or anything medical going on, you can be limited in your results if you don't listen to your body and learn how it works. So many people want to follow fad diets and trends because their friends are doing it or because they see it all over Facebook or Instagram, 
but not all diets are meant for every body. Okay, if you keep following one diet after another, it's possible that you're actually damaging your metabolism even more. It's also possible you could be hurting your physical issue even more by not listening to your body. And what I mean by physical issue is if you have anything going on medically or anything physically or hormonally in your body, if you don't listen to it, it's very possible that you could just be exasperating it, making it worse and worse and worse and making it even harder to reach your goals and to feel good. You know, ultimately we want to feel good. That's why we have goals. Okay. So as a coach, I love to work with people one-on-one to figure out their unique physiological makeup. What I do with one client may be dramatically different than what I do with another, because again, we are all different. Our goals are different. Our ages, our personal histories, our tastes, our budgets, our support system, and things like that. Okay. Where you are in life your personal history of maybe surgeries, pregnancies, your activity level, um, maybe menopause or whatever, hormonally, you need to be cognizant of this so that you don't keep falling into the dieting trap. The dieting trap is exactly what is hurting your results and exactly what is making you feel like crap. Okay. I know that for me, I have a lot of food intolerances and people are always trying to get me to try keto. Well, you know, a huge amount of keto is dairy and fat. I have a real issue with too much dairy and too much fat. So it just isn't going to work for me. And I don't really care to try it, even if it works wonders for someone else. And I'm super happy for those people that it works for. And if it makes them feel better in their joints and they're just feeling great, that's awesome. But that doesn't mean just because it works for them, it'll work for me or even for you. Or whatever you love may not work for me and vice versa. So you have to be a detective of your own metabolism and your body. Pay attention to what makes you feel good what gives you energy, and what satisfies you. I have one client who loves peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And the funny thing is she hated them as a kid. And now suddenly um, she's in her 50s and she's obsessed with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I think it's really funny. Well, I admit though, at first when we started working together, I wanted her to try to not eat a PB&J daily. So she tried other options you know, she tried more protein, you know, maybe some lower carb things, some higher fiber. But what we found out is that when she didn't eat her peanut butter sandwich, that she was actually filling in her day trying to find what satisfied her and ended up eating more calories overall, right? Instead of just having the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So this is just an example. If she was following keto or paleo or some other trendy diet, they would have forbidden her to eat that and she would feel unsatisfied and hungry. So your personal physiology matters and you must understand that. Also, it's important to note that many people, especially women, have followed strict diets for so long that they don't even remember how to listen to their body. They don't even recognize when they're hungry or when they're tired or if they're wired. So spending more time listening to your body, learning how it works and how it responds is super important before, I will repeat, before you engage in any weight loss or dieting programs. If you don't even know when you're hungry or when you're satisfied or when you're having a craving or when you're tired, if you don't even understand your natural signals, then it's going to be really hard to start a program 
until you can really get a grasp on understanding and knowing your body more and knowing all of those areas. Okay, so keep that in mind. Our next limiting factor is mindset. And you guys already know, if you've been listening to me, you already know that I am a freak about mindset. You know, like when you personally experience something and then you want to tell everybody about it, well, it's because you're excited and know that it worked for you. And that's the way I am with mindset. I learned many years ago that what happens to me is completely up to my mindset and what I think. I learned a long time ago to try to only fill my mind with positive information because that's the best way to have a happy life. You have to take control of your happiness. It's really hard to see this. Like when you are feeling, you know, maybe you're super tired all the time. Maybe you are overweight. Maybe you just are frustrated, stressed out, completely overwhelmed. It can be hard to see this. And I know that when I tell someone to think positive and to be grateful for what they already have, they probably want to punch me in my face. I get it. Misery loves company. And when you feel miserable, you don't want someone telling you to smile. It's annoying, right? But that in itself is a mindset shift. Instead of thinking it's annoying to be told to smile and think positive, maybe make that shift and just give it a try right? You'll be surprised at how much it works, especially if you're used to being a negative, you know, if you're totally used to being negative and down in the dumps, it might be a, you know, fresh breath of air, a breath of fresh air. What's that saying? To just freaking smile and give it a shot, right? Negative thinking is a major limiting factor for many people. When you start a new meal plan, you can either think, this is going to be great. I'm going to try new foods and I'm going to feel so good no matter what happens. Or you can think, yeah, this is going to suck. You know, I'm going to be hungry and I don't even like rabbit food. Like this is going to be just like every other diet. It's not going to work. Okay, well, can you hear the difference between, wow, I'm going to give this a great shot. This will be great. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to learn from it versus this is going to (laughs) suck. You have control over how you think about how it's going to go. Okay. If you think something is going to be hard and impossible, guess what? If that's what you think, then that will be your reality. So flip your thinking. Flip your thinking. We can create a multitude of stories in our heads. I'm too busy. I'm a terrible cook. I'm not good at exercise. I have no support. I can't afford healthy food. I never lose weight. I'm destined to be fat or out of shape. All of this is a bunch of BS. If you want to change, you must change your thinking. All right. Another limiting factor is your environment. I love this one. Did you know that your physical environment is a huge indicator of your success? So let's think about it. What is around you during the day? Are you around soft drinks, candy bars, and fast food all day? Or do you have a water bottle with you at all times to ensure your water consumption? Do you have healthy groceries in your fridge? Do you have a prepared and healthy lunch with you at work? Hmm? What are your relationships like? Who is on your team besides me? Do you have support or are you the only one supporting others all the time? Does your spouse or partner support you when you're trying to eat healthier or do they sabotage you by bringing you treats and fast food? What is your schedule like? Are you overbooked? Because, you know, if you're overbooked, this can lead to fast food stops skipping meals and skipping workouts? Or do you plan in your workouts and your meal prep times? 
See, most of our daily decisions are unconscious. We don't always think about them. We just act. So our environment is a major indicator of what we eat, what we do, and how we think. Okay, really quick, I just thought of a story. I had a client that I was working with who had a food intolerance test done and discovered that she had a really, really high intolerance to gluten. And so I kind of, I wasn't excited. I was going to say I was excited because I knew I could help with this. Like it was something I know because I went through it and I've learned so much about how to eat gluten-free. So I was excited that it was something that I could help her with. Well, every time we would talk, she would, you know, tell me what she ate or I would read her food log and I kept seeing gluten items. And I'm like, what is going on here? So I'm like, well, you know, you had, you had a bun with your grilled chicken sandwich. So, you know, what was your thinking around there? And she was like, oh, that's, I forgot that's gluten because she was in such a hurry all the time that she wasn't even slowing down and paying attention. She was just rushing through life. Right. And if she went through the drive-thru with her kids, she just automatically got things. Her decisions were unconscious. So, you know what I'm saying? You have to really pay attention to what's around you. So if you're unhappy with your physical or mental self, then taking a serious look at your environment is a good starting point. Even something as simple as a clean desk or a clean kitchen or an organized refrigerator can help you make healthier, better choices. Okay, to like cooking more, maybe you need to invest in some better pans or just spend some time reorganizing. If your environment in the kitchen is set up so that it's easy to cook, you may want to do it more. And we all know that cooking at home is oftentimes better for you. And it's the same for exercise. If you exercise at home, do you have a designated space that you feel comfortable exercising in? Or if you go to the gym, is it easily accessible from either your office or home? If something is difficult to get to, either the gym or the crock pot in your kitchen, it's going to be difficult making yourself use it. And even take vegetables, for instance. Have you ever tried to eat more vegetables during the day? Like maybe you're going to eat veggies, like cut up veggies and hummus, or maybe add some veggies to your sandwich. Well, it's much easier to eat the veggies that are already cut up versus opening up the refrigerator, finding an entire cucumber that still needs to be cleaned and sliced. If you, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like you, you say, okay, I'm going to eat more veggies, but then you go to the fridge and you're like, oh, like I totally don't want to have to wash that and cut it and it's going to take time. And you're like, oh, forget it. I'll skip it. You know what I'm talking about? So if you set aside time to cut up your veggies, it'll be much easier to eat them and you will waste less produce. This is an environmental choice. Having prepped veggies in your fridge or with you at work will make your decision. Remember, our decisions are sometimes unconscious or more automatic, it'll be easier to eat those veggies versus a candy bar. Okay. So like I have said many times, weight loss or physical health isn't all about food and exercise. There are so many factors. If you're really struggling with changing what what you need to eat or getting in your exercise, then think about the other areas. How's your environment? Is it set up for success? How's your thinking? Are you always negative thinking or are you trying to think more positive? Do you have underlying health issues that need to be addressed? If you do, it's important to go to the doctor. It's important to really listen to your body, okay? And please stop blaming your genetics. You have way more control than you even realize. 
Now, limiting beliefs are not just factors that stop you. They're deep-rooted beliefs about yourself. These beliefs come from what you've seen or heard from either your parents or other caregivers, teachers, siblings, neighbors, babysitters, and so on. An example may be, um, what if someone told you a long time ago that you're dumb? You know, you may always remember that and think, oh gosh, I'm dumb, so I better not try to do anything too hard because I probably won't be able to do it because I'm dumb. Or if I try to do it, then people will think I'll fail since I'm perceived as dumb. Like we get these stories in our head, right? Or here's another example. Um, I am fat and will always be fat because my whole family is that way and that is what it is. Those are limiting beliefs. It's like something that you believe deep down. One way to stop this thinking is to literally brainwash yourself. Your brain will believe what you tell it. You just have to keep telling it what you want it to believe. It will take lots of practice and a lot of catching yourself while thinking negatively. I literally say stop out loud when I try to go down the rabbit hole of negative thinking. I stop, take a few deep breaths, and start repeating something opposite of what I was thinking just to get myself out of that trap. So for limiting factors that are getting in your way, you need to rewire your thinking and not let those factors stop your greatness. Thank you so much for being here today. I love to coach people on how to not only start finding the best foods and exercise, but I love digging into these other factors and helping them realize their true potential and power. If you're ready to get past the dieting cycle and finally find what works for you, please contact me via email to set up a chat to see if I'm the coach for you. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.